Edie reckons people only like Juliet because she's got the good name. If Edie had scored Juliet, things would have been different. But she had to get Edith Eileen Fisher. When she was little, Grace called her Bobby Bear, and lately, after Davy, she's become Edie, which is some improvement. She can appear sullen in the eye-averting way of the shy. Scabs seem to gather at her joints like pink petals, but it's just eczema. Already, she likes to retreat from the gaze of others and clothes are a sore trial. Grace makes their outfits and dresses the girls alike brightly. Today, they're in check pants and shirts with orange groves sprouting all over. Edie pulls her brown cardigan into her as if it were a shell. The things that are important to her are all beyond her reach, up on the highest shelf. What happened to her dad? Is Uncle Kev coming to live? Does that mean Alexander comes too? Does her mother love her? Then why'd she give her such a rotten name? And why is she always so busy? And Juliet, why is she mean to me? What did I do? When Juliet starts calling names, she gets Edie's full attention. As she ages, Edie is amazed that so many taunts can be derived from the innocent Minnehaha in Hiawatha's childhood. But even then, Juliet was thrilled that it upset her sister so much to be called names. But clarity is often elusive and late in arriving, and the only truth is that time, with its own reasons, sees to it that the nickname, Min, lasts longer than Edie's plat. Ian would read the poem to them on good nights at the old house. The rhyming of the verses and his guiding voice in the single yellow light of the kitchen come back to Edie in shafts. On those nights, it always seems to have been winter, the orange stripe of the bar radiator bolted to the wall above them, a fan of heat splaying across the dusty wall, the lean bamboo blinds restraining the black night. At the table, their mother is knitting moss-stitch jumpers. She only likes moss-stitch. Her fingers ricochet, elastic as echoes, the clacking needles like dentures, speaking another language, speaking the language of mothers. By the shores of Gitchigumi, Juliet whispers when the meanness rises, and her sister's eyes glisten instantly, reliably. Being reminded of their father hurts both of them, but for Jules, it's always better to give than to receive.